cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, John Levine, CEO of MaryMed. John, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Very good. And you guys, great to see you. Good to see you. Kellen, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Really excited to talk to John. Really excited to kind of learn about East Coast market from someone who's actively participating in it. And, you know, just excited for the conversation. Before we dive right in, I think we should start with the topic that we don't really discuss too much, especially in this industry. And I think that's the session planning. And I think the story with you and Mary Med about the transitioning with the executive role, but also mourning a colleague and a brother of yours. I'd like to talk about just the difficulty of that and just kind of the importance of understanding those components and then the transition period. Yeah, well, we, as you said, we lost my uh, best friend, brother, partner, and uh, starting of this company, founder. Uh, Bob Fireman in December of last year. And uh, as you were saying earlier, succession plans are always a good thing to have. I guess I got, we got very lucky that Bob and I were as close as we were, uh, though we were never prepared for what happened. Um, I'm happy that I was around and ready to be able to step up and continue this company growing and working towards the right directions. We lost him at a very young age, and we lost him quicker than any of us had hoped. But uh, as you said, Bob and I were extremely, extremely close. When we founded this company many years ago, or as I should say, as we got into the cannabis industry back in 2008, who would have thunk that long ago that we would still be heavily in this as we are? And uh, it was a tough situation to lose a good friend while we're in the middle of a continued growth of this company. But I've been finding that the team around me, we put a great team. We have a lot of great support within the management that we didn't really miss a beat. We have continued to grow and uh, we're looking forward to the future of accomplishing everything that Bob and I had set out to do when we first started. And I just want you to expand on the Benzinga Award that when this airs, this will be after you get up the award. So if you could just quickly touch on that and the importance of, of that. Yeah, well... I'm very excited to say um, that we wanted a way to honor Bob and everything that we have achieved. And Benzinger always has been very supportive of Marimed and a lifetime of Bob and I being around there. And uh, Howard, my uh, chairman of of communication, he uh, came up with the idea and I thought it was a great idea. So we spoke with Benzinger and we created the Bob Fireman Entrepreneur Award uh, that will will issue at the Benzinger event every year. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity to find people in the cannabis industry that have had the heart and the desire to do something in an industry that's not easy. Specifically, Maryland. Let's talk there because that's an exciting opportunity. A lot of people are talking about the growth that that can have in comparison to some of these others. How How does that state play into your future growth? And talk to us about the current status of it. We're so excited about Maryland right now. Maryland going adult use uh, last year has been a great opportunity for us to continue the growth. Now that we've finished the roll-up of that, we're putting in some of our dollars this year into expanding the grow operations in that state, 
last year we opened up our brand new uh, GMP kitchen, which actually is a certified GMP kitchen, so that we were able to do high doses in the state. But that kitchen alone is just part of the story. I mean, when we build out these additional grow rooms, we were able to produce all of our brands at a very high level, having the controls of the flower that we need, and having additional flower to sell into a market that's just growing every month. And it's an exciting state. Even the fact that they're new, they may not be as aggressive on the taxes as Missouri, but this is a great state that's really behind the program. For them to be able to take a vote in November and turn it around by July 1st to have it up and running as an adult use state, I, I, I applaud the people of Maryland. That is just an incredible happening where most states are very slow. This was a great opportunity and we're so excited. We hope to have our expansion completed by the end of the year and have additional uh, flower and products into Maryland early next. One of the, the challenges in cannabis, as we all know, is that 280E makes it a little harder to have that extra cash. So instead of being able to have that extra resources to invest in both your operations, you're having to be a little more strategic. And I know you are a little more outspoken that two, the removal of 280E is more beneficial from the industry than safe. And I'd like you to kind of shed some light on the benefits of that. Well, the magical tea party of 280E, another Howard special. That was a great opportunity to teach people the importance of how 280E is a bigger issue than legalized banking. The 280E tax code has hurt everybody in this industry getting taxed on your gross profit and not being able to take extraordinary costs against your tax returns. Uh, I've been fortunate enough that I've been in this industry since 2008, that I've learned quite a bit about 280E and how to be prepared for it. And uh, I'm very happy that we have been able to go through the waterways of 280E. But I think that if the uh, government would reschedule to a three or four or deschedule altogether, would really be a much bigger benefit to the uh, cannabis industry than the banking bill. The banking bill will just make some banking a little bit more readily available. But 280E, that's the real benefit to the consumer because it means that we don't have to pay this high price tax to the government. That means that we have to sell more to be able to live and be able to breathe for another day. Getting rid of 280E makes us like any other company that we can operate and take ordinary business deductions, which would be a huge tax savings, especially for those little people in the industry trying to get into New York, as you were brought up earlier. You know, one of the biggest difficulties is when you raise money, it's never enough because you got to pay so much more taxes when you're not making any money at the beginning. So not making money during the uh, startup of an operation is very difficult because your taxes are setting you further and further behind. So it's uh, it's exciting to hear that the government is actually truly looking at changing the rescheduling to a three or four. I think that is the more important piece to happen. So are there any brands on the horizon that you think, give it six, 12 months from now, you think will will grow that just might be too early in the market, just given the current state of Maryland as a whole? Well, we got Bubby's Baked. We're introducing some new products there. I think we just announced our blueberry muffin. A blueberry muffin, people think of it as a morning food, but 
is actually is a really great food all day long. And those <laughs> muffins are full of great blueberries. But our our Betty's Eddies, uh, we keep expanding the uh, different effects um, so that you can have a sleepy or a Betty Go that gives you that up and go. But again, the vibations is a rehydration product. So there's a lot more coming out of people wanting a rehydration with some common ups or maybe something to help them relax or take off the edge. What's the most expensive lesson you've ever learned? Don't listen to a grower coming out of the hills of California. (laughs) Were you ever close to closing up shop? If so, what changed to alter your path? Closing up shop. We ended up walking away from our California operation, not because of the fact that we were doing a bad job or the difficulty of dealing from coast to coast. It was more the fact that I'll use San San Jose as an example. San Jose went from 240 dispensaries down to six. We were the final six. And they called me up and told us that the location that I picked out for our new location had a squatter and that we needed to find a new location or we had three months or we were going to be declined our license. A squatter in California has more rights than a building owner. So the squatter became a home, which meant it was a residential area and we were not able to move there. Dream vivacious session, three people that are alive. That are alive, people that I would love to party with. Well, Bob Fireman would be one that I would love to be able to enjoy some uh, partaking of our products. And the rest would be my management team. Just having one day where we don't have to do anything other than just to relax and enjoy what each of us like. So I would say being able to get the team together or all of my employees, if it was ever possible, for a big smoke fest, it would be a lot of fun. When you got started in the cannabis space, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? What did I get right? That we figured out how to raise money in a very difficult time where people didn't believe in cannabis. And what we did wrong was really all the different ways that we learned how to grow wrong in California before we figured it out and started doing it all right on the East Coast. So John, for our listeners, they want to get in touch and they want to buy Merrimed's products. Where can they find you? They can find it at merrimedinc.com and they can get directed to the proper websites for where our products are um, or they could reach out to Howard directly. <laughs> on our website, there's uh, information of how to reach Howard and he'll be happy to give anybody information. But uh, I really appreciated the time today, gentlemen. It's been fun. Good speaking with you, John. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, 
cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.